Nothing beats terminal parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Great to have you. Great to have you all on this Thursday, the 15th day of February. The McCafe menu. It's a day of reconnection with all our favourites. Georgie Samios will be wandering in the wonderful world of wine, see how much he's drunk over the last few months. Johnny from Epping is back. He's not happy with you, which I love. So he's going to join us uh, and our new greyhound. I've forgotten the name of it. I know, has it got a kennel name? Welcome to you, Wisp. Uh, good morning, Gary. Good morning, everybody. Nice start from you this it's morning. It's called Eternal well, King, Eternal our King. new greyhound, but yep. we need a name, like a kennel name. Yeah, we do. Have you got one? No, I haven't. When no. you're, you're, so you've got two dogs coming today. You're getting Pearl the Pug as well. Quiz without notice. Mm. Oh, there's a lot going on this <laughs> there's morning. A there's a on. lot. We've had a very, very fun hour before we came on air. <laughs> we did because Brooke, our producer, He's our back. normal producer, and thanks to Mitch too, yeah, who uh, on, filled in the last Mitchie couple of days. Boy. It was excellent. But uh, Brooke, our producer, our main man, is back from uh, Las Vegas. I know. He's got Brooke's one of the best producers in the business. And he, he got an exclusive, an exclusive before the Super Bowl with Andy Reid, the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. I know. He's going to come in after the first break and, and tell us about his trip because he is one of the media. He's been in the media for a long, long time. Yep. He's the best producer in, in sport. I don't think there's any Ooh, question about that. Loved by everybody. Loved by everyone. Does uh, Produces us and produces footy here at SEN. He's been at AW. He's been everywhere. He's a superstar. He's a Seymour. No, he's not Seymour. He's Seymour. He lives in Seymour. Yep. Um, that's where the family is. And... Vegas was an eye-opener. You reckon Jared's not a Vegas guy? I don't think Brooke was a Vegas guy, but I tell you what, has he come back? Did he warm to it, though, quickly? Vegas swagger. So he's going to come in after the first break and tell us about the sphere. The what? The sphere. What's the sphere? You know, the big dome where they get, where they reckon it's the most extraordinary watching experience you can ever possibly have. Haven't you been listening to Jared talk about it? No, I haven't, no. Right. Well, they went and saw you too there. Right. Mm. So he's going to tell us all about that and what it was like at the strip. He was at Radio Row. He saw all the big guns, Stephen A. and old mate the punter, Paddy McAfee. He's all there. All there. All there. Looking forward to that. When's he going to come in and do that? I thought he was going to do that off the top of the show. Oh, no. We've got other stuff. How'd you go celebrating um, Valentine's Day? Low key. What did you do? Nothing. The ma. The the What? Nothing. The master of romance did nothing. (laughs) I. Was that all you had in you? All you had in you was lighting up a big heart. That's all you had in you. I don't need to be told when you need to do something romantic. Okay. It's the, the spontaneity is the key to all that wisp. Right, okay. How, how often do I have to tell you? Well, I've got to say, there's a lot of people out there last night celebrating. What did you do? Um, we had a pizza, nice pizza, up the road. You Favourite went, little pizza place. You went out of pizza, did you? Yeah, a lovely what, little pizza. Hawaiian? No, the Italian artisan, <laughs> the one up the road. Uh, a lot of people there ran into Sammy Durham. Uh, did you say Durham or Durham? Durham. Durham. Yeah, he was there. He was waiting for his, uh, he's one of Brooke, his lovely. He's one of Brooke's good mates. I know, he's a lovely young man. And um, he was waiting there for his sweetheart. They were out there celebrating. There were a lot of, uh, there was a lot of um, hand holding and hand swinging well, in, the, in the restaurant okay. last night. Rather than us two. A lot old, of people. Old, uh, Duds, talk about it. Let us know how you went last night with Valentine's Day. It may have been a 10-year, 20, 30, 40, 50-year anniversary thing. It may have been a first date. Did it just kick things off in the right direction? Well, I, I, I had a good look around yeah. in the restaurant, and there was, a, I, there, look, there was a lot of what I would term young love that was being celebrated last night, tables for two well, everywhere. Get, you know what? 
It would have very been, young people. The numbers I'm told were well down because most of the young people were out at the airport watching Taylor Swift's plane land. And did she land safely? Yes, safely. It's a, it is on every television screen in the studio. Crazy, crazy, it's crazy! Isn't she it? St- she booked out the how many floors at the Crown? At the Crowns? Who says she's staying at the Crowns? Well, that's what I've been told. Oh, you just there you go. It is it, it is mayhem. Absolutely, Travis. Mayhem. Travis wouldn't be travelling with her. He'd be. Part of the ticket tape parade in uh, Kansas. Yeah, he may He'd be coming over a bit he later. May wouldn't he? at some stage. Has he, have Kels, you had any contact Kels, with him, Kelso? <laughs> have you had any contact with him? He's got my number. Did he take up the offer to do the uh, the kangaroo and the kookaburra tour or the not? Full tour. The kangaroo feed into the kangaroo on the Kubota into a tractor drive. Will she get behind the tractor like you uh, did uh, when yeah. I took the kids down there or not? Yeah, Were you allowed to do that? I'm, I'm, a, I'm that. Lift some that, dirt off the ground <laughs> and then tip it out again? Who do we have? Huggy? Huxy. Huxy, Huxy. Huxy, I just put him on and said, off you go. <laughs> Try not to run into a tree. And then away you went. Hey, I want to give a uh, shout out this morning. Uh, this is a bit um, indulgent, but my son Ben... One of his really good mates, Alex. His dad's funerals today in Fitzroy. There'd be a whole heap of people going that'd be listening. Dominic Corsi was his name, mad Collingwood supporter, and never misses the ramble, never misses the podcast. Has been a great, great supporter. Whispers of us. Mm. So to all of those, the Corsi family and Jewish friends, family, yeah. uh, going along to pay tribute to Dominic. We're thinking of you today, and we appreciate all his great support and. He's watched the Collingwood Premiership before he sadly has passed away. So um, he's a mad Collingwood fan. So that would have been some small solace for the family. But big day today at Fitzroy. Well said. Good on you. Good on you, Alex. Um, what else you got for me there? I've got some other. We had a big day yesterday. We oh, had the yeah, AFL promotions. presentation. Uh, we had the Channel Seven presentation. We had our photos taken around the corner here. Oh, that's right. It you was didn't great. Wear a hat yesterday. Oh, it's amazing how many. You, you got no idea how many people work in your football department until you see everybody together in the one place How at the one time. excited were they? See, very, very excited. Very, very passionate. That's what I love. Um, you know, a lot of people pot Channel 7 and all that sort of stuff. Always, it's sort of like... Who pots Channel 7? A lot of people love kicking the f- broadcast and that oh, type yeah, of thing. No, we, everyone gets I can say this, though. Fox does. With my hand on my heart, <laughs> the people that run Channel 7 love football. No, they no. are completely and utterly passionate about right. the game. Right. And not only that... Our message the last few years has been about the fan and the fan engagement when people watch football mm-hmm. and how important and the connection that mm-hmm. there is between players and fans and all that sort of stuff. When do I get And we made some great – we've got some great promos to, to play around that this year too. Good. I can't wait. Well, can you give me an advanced screening so I can review them? Well, no, I can't. You'll have to wait like everybody else. I'll, give, that, you, I'll uh, give you our Fox promo ahead of time. Can you? Yeah. Are you in it? Of course. Um, and the AFL, they made uh, I don't know, actually. all the AFL heavy hitters, they were there too making presentations. Oh, yeah, that so, day. Yeah, the so day. The, They're yeah. pretty happy with things, the AFL. Ours is coming I up next I tell you what, they are awash with money. Yeah. Have you been following that up, how well, much money they, they made? Do you know the season now is 29 weeks long? That is just the playing season. Not to mention the practice match period, which kicks off next week. Mm-hmm. It's a 29-week season. Mm-hmm. It's just a long season, Wisp. Yeah. Well, it can't be longer. Long, I would like it to be longer. Long you? season. For Wouldn't a you like it to be physically demanding game? Twenty nine. I know the. I know the fans. Are you talking about the players now? Or are you talking about yourself? Everyone. Right. You. You know who you are. No, that's just long. I think twenty. Thirty. We're getting to thirty weeks. I'll throw Not it. long enough. What do you want? Twenty four 
Extend it again. Do you? It should be 12 months of the year. <laughs> That's what I'd be happy with. Wouldn't well, you? No, I would not. I feel lost when the footy's not on. Yeah, Completely but, it, but what it lost. does, it gives you the – look at all the anticipation and the sense of build-up and drama. And... I know, I know. But the AFL were talking about yesterday oh, how much money how much money has come into how the game. How much money they've got. How much money they've oh, made no. because they tightened their belts during COVID well, and they – It's not a private company. I know, but they're spending it, and 10% of that money is going into game development. A whole 10% of that money is going well, into game development. I don't development. want to set the SMS off early, but there'd be tens of thousands of people listening involved at the grassroots level be saying, where? Yeah, well, they'll They'd get going, it. Where, where is it? It'll, because it, it's it'll, bloody tough out there. It'll be filtered. So all good and well, the AFL saying how much money they oh, got. But, When's it filtering down to the grassroots, Wisp? There's an old Debbie Downer over there. This was a this was a positive. You, this you this is a, a glass cage. This is a positive message to everybody that there's a huge amount of money that's going to be continued to put into game no, development. I, uh, great, I think that's and, and and I think that's absolutely fantastic. There would be a few others in there that, uh, and, that would be saying, "Where is it?" And they're predicting also that uh, round one yeah. will be the highest attendance round in the history of the game already. And the memberships, you know how you know the game is starting this year up in the northern states. Yes. They're saying that uh, all those northern teams, sell all out. of them are having yeah, sellouts, but all of them are having a significant uplift in their membership drives as well. So they're all way up on where they were this time well, last well, year. I told you, my, as a result of that, my friend and yours, John Brown, has moved mm. back up there. Says it is in as the AFL like to say, footy up there, rude health. Uh, send the messages through. That's what they say. Gary, stop pronouncing nothing with a K. It's no, that's an, a little it's joke. Annoying. Well, I'm sorry it annoys you, but no, it's a little we, joke. We everybody. will continue to do that. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, we're going up there because the NRL are going over to. Where are they off to? To Las Vegas to open their season. Mm. They, they they've been preparing well for that. Actually, they have. They have. The captain and the vice captain right. had a punch on. At Fortitude Valley, just to get ourselves up and about. And there was a pylon. Big pylon. Did you see that vision of the pylon? There was more vision. It was just. Yeah, hey, our boys have mucked up from time to time, too. Of course too. they Your have. boys have mucked up from time they to time. They all have wisps. I'm talking about your boys, Melbourne boys. They had no, a bit I'm of a... talking about your Essendon boys, too. Have they had some moments? No, but no fighting like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a French restaurant, Tim. That's right. Not at Fortitude Valley. That was Africot. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The the um how do you reckon I don't I don't want to wish ill on anybody right anybody yeah but how do you think they'll go over there in Las Vegas that, all the NRL boys they will be, because apparently according to our man our man Brooke yeah the NFL players stayed about forty five me um, minutes out of the strip because temptation is right on your doorstep at the strip that's right and um what what's I can't remember what that saying is about the devil and um and and um, the idle hand, but something along those lines. Someone will tell because you, because you're obviously not. You can't. Someone will. <laughs> um, is that a good idea to have them all staying there yes, on the strip, right in the middle of it, <laughs> right, uh, right slap bang in the middle? Oh, I'd of the love strip. to. You know what I reckon? And have Matty Johns leading them around every night. That's what they should be doing. Uh, they'll have uh, push ahead, Pete. I think he's going to have to say a couple of words before they all hop on the plane and head to Las Vegas. I, I think he's going to have to read the right act. Do you think it's got danger, danger written all over it? Well, I don't want to. I, I hope that. It How many doesn't. games? There's two games, yeah. Yeah, I think they're there for three weeks or something, though, aren't they? Or oh, a fortnight. 
I'll tell you that what sounds like a challenge. A, that sounds like a dangerous long time. If, if you're there for three weeks to start your NRL season, then you come back <laughs> and you have to get back into the grind and the swing of things, that might be a challenge, Whispers. That reminds me of the old days, though, Gary, because that's like doing your pre-season, uh, that's like doing your end-of-season trip at the start of your season, the new season. <laughs> yeah. And back in the day when I, was, when I first played, mm-hmm. We went, uh, we went to the Gold Coast on our end of season trip from the previous year. As a preseason as trip. As a preseason trip <laughs> at the beginning of the following year in late January. <laughs> Can you believe that? that? That's probably the greatest example and indication of how different the game is today. Idle hands are the devil's work. Thank you, Tony, in South Yard. Yeah, I, I knew it was something like that. You've got a very smart, very smart organisation. Hey, uh, we'll take a break. We'll get Brooke in to talk about his adventures over in Las Vegas because he was there firsthand. But before we do, Jose's joined us from Hastings. Jose. Boys, how are you going? Good, Jose. Good, thanks. That's good. I've got a, uh, a bit of an idea for you, Gaz, on your uh, day one usher joke. I think through right. the year, new segment, through the year, there's always going to be an usher moment, whether it's good, bad, ugly, whatever. <laughs> usher, get over here. I'll give you the, oh. just for you, Jose, because oh, I wasn't no. going to play it again, but just one more time. Asha, get over here! That's the exclusive audio we had from the Super Bowl. Good on you, Jose. Hey, Jose, if you only knew how many times you said that before <laughs> we even came on here this morning. We'll take a break. Brooks in here, and I've got a question. You know how you always talk about facilities? Who's got the best facilities in the competition? What Adelaide have. Well, there you They've go. They've got the newest. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Who has got the best facilities in the competition? Geelong are saying that their new grandstand means that they have. You know, Hawthorne are about to launch mm. out. Right now, as we sit here today, mm. who's got the best facilities in the comp? Help us out. That's a good question. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Biggest sporting event in the world has taken place on Monday. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at this. You asked about who's got the best venue, and Bob reckons whoever's got the triple ply in the toilets has the best facilities. And you said you're running with a very thick ply these days. Yeah, I don't know where it comes from, but uh, it's very good. Very, very, very good. Lockie says, first Valentine's Day since being married. Walked home, beautiful roast chicken. I walked in with some roses. I snapped off a tree on the way home. Good Good work. Well done, Lock. Uh, Joel Brooks is a name that you would all be familiar with because he's our producer and you talk to him when you ring up and he produces footy here at SCN. He's been doing the job for many, many years and he had his first trip to America, if you don't mind, to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Brooksy, welcome. Gary, Tim, how are we? How'd we go? It was unreal. 10 out of 10 week. 10 out of 10. (laughs) Talk talk us through it. Paint the picture if you can from a... Seymour boys point of view. So I got there on the, uh, Saturday before, so for a full week beforehand. So, um, so cause you were producing Jared's show, you're at live golf. You did a show from out there as well. Yeah. So, so from this Saturday, um, it was, we got to Vegas, met up with Jared, went and set up all of our equipment and everything at radio row. The next How day, big was that? Was that like yeah. exhibition so, building stars? So day one, there was no one there. It was just us and a few TV they were setting up, yep. so nobody in there. So I, I took a photo to do a before and after, so yep. nobody's there. Before you get there, can I just go back to the flight itself? I want to know Jared's uh, style on the – did no, he, no, no, did... so he was already over there because oh, when okay. I got there, he was at the Grand Canyon and we met um, that evening to, to go to Radio Road, right. check that out, set, out, set up, and then we we're away. Because I believe that uh, he puts on the Taylor Swift jammies and – 
and puts on the eye, <laughs> I, I, eye shades and goes to sleep very swiftly when he gets on the plane. Listening to a few Swifties. Were you staying, how far could you walk to Radio Row? We could. So a place called Tropicana, which is set to be knocked down on April 2. So it was a bit tired, but in the perfect spot. So yep. the reason it's been knocked down is because they're putting a baseball field there because they're moving baseball team to Las Vegas. It's going to be the epicenter of the sporting world. Well, yeah. So one of the storylines there is that there were no sporting teams there for a long time, always failed, um, gambling, all that sort of thing. It clashed. But now it works. So we went and watched the Golden Knights, the ice hockey team who had won a Stanley Cup a couple of years ago, and um, they just put on a show. So that was one of the highlights. We went to the Sphere. That was a highlight. So we were doing Tell us this. about that. Give us the – Tim didn't even know what it was. Tell us about the Sphere. No, I saw the picture you sent me, actually, yeah. Yeah, so the Sphere, it's this big, big dome right in the middle of Las Vegas. and It just looks unreal. So Seat, we, Seats how many? I think it's about 20,000. Oh, so wow. we went there twice. We went once to watch a 60-minute film, which um, Jared said that that was on the advice of Bucks, who had been there recently. He said, you have to go watch his show. And then if you go into to U2, then do that as well. And you sit there, and it's just this huge screen. It goes all over the top of you, and it it's... 360 degrees. Essentially, yeah. And then there's 164,000 speakers there. So the sound's unbelievable. Your seat sh- shakes. So when we were watching you too, you know, the visuals were as good as it gets. Yep. The sound was just unbelievable. And then it's you too, one of the biggest bands ever. It was just a show that you'd never see. So do they, is it a, a traditional setup? They up the front or in the middle or how's it? Yeah. Work? So they, they were up, up the front and there was sort of a big stage and then this, what? I just can't explain how big the screen yeah. it was. It just comes all over the top of you right. and, and. Hang on, are they really there or that it's just a film of them? They're there. They're there. <laughs> they were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they so, played so, a concert there. So they have a re- residency. So you know how Elvis used to they do They live res- there. No, no, no. So, oh, well, geez, at the moment, they've, they're the first band to have a residency at the Sphere, which is recently That's opened. what I mean. They live there. They've got a residency there. Yeah, so they, no. they do three or four <laughs> shows. an idiot, bro. They do three hey, or four shows a week. I want to get to this because uh, you are one of the very few people who got to speak to Andy Reid before the actual game itself. Is that right? I was pretty close to deleting this audio because um, it does take the mickey out of myself, but I think it's better to probably go with it. Have a listen to this. Coach Reid, welcome to SEN. How you doing, baby? You look very relaxed at the moment. Is that the case? Yeah, it's because I'm uh, kind of in a coma because I'm ready for a cheeseburger and uh, i got to get going. That sounds good. So you have one ring already that you're wearing. Um, how much would it mean to get another one? Well, people always ask me what my favourite ring is, and I always say the next one. That's a very good point. What's your message to the players for the next two days? Hey, get out there, have fun, enjoy yourself, execute the game plan, and everything's going to be just fine. Thanks so much for being on SEN, Andy. Thanks, baby. Glad to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what stage? happened, bro? You want the context? Why yes. you gone bright red? What's what happened? happened? So I'm sitting there at Radio Row and there's stars <laughs> everywhere, right? So Stephen A. Smith's over there, Adam Schefter's over there, and then the Cam, Cam Newton's the whole week was sitting right next to us. So there were, there were just people everywhere, superstars. And um, Tom Sheridan was there and he um, came past, he goes, Andy Reid, he's just over there. Like, have a look. I just got this photo with him. I just did a quick chat and I'm thinking, no way. Andy Reid, you know, he's, yeah. he's this coaching. This is the coach, of course, of Kansas City. Two days to time. Like, nah. And Tom's a big, big um, American sports fan. And I looked over and there's people all around this guy who looks exactly like Andy oh. Reid. Thinking, God, America, they just do it differently, don't they? They're, they're two days out and here he is just wandering through. 
And so I've legged it straight over. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got to get him. So I've, like, I've never done an interview before in my life. Here I am about to interview Andy Reid. God, this is unbelievable. I'm talking to him. And the first answer was a twig. Well, they're hamburgers. Yeah. I'm thinking. Nah, Did he get all, a bit nervous? This is all a bit weird. Well, I had no idea what to ask him, so I've asked him three dollars. No, no, but when he said, but, good, "Good to be with you, baby," yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's when you were like, well, "Hang on a minute." Yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, I got a photo and realized pretty quickly, and yeah, it was pretty funny. So I wasn't the only one to get done, but yeah, it was a uh, well. It, it is a great experience for you, as you know, better than any of us. We're coming up to the six thirty news, which is non-negotiable. Um, we're so glad that you're over there and you experienced it all and you had a great time. And now get back to work. Sure. Thanks, guys. And your Brooke. That is our producer, Joel Brooke, who uh, lived the dream there for 10 days or so over in Vegas. Georgie Samios, John from Epping, uh, the dog's coming in. We're going to meet King Eternal or Eternal King. And uh, your calls and text messages throughout the morning on what's been a big week, a big comeback week for us. Yes. Is Johnny taking me to task over something? Yes, he is. Is he hot under the collar about something? <laughs> I think he might be, <laughs> indeed. Uh, I'll tell you a story about Johnny, too. After the news headlines.